glad you chose to be with me today as we have another time in God's Word. We're talking about winning at life and how to make the difference. And we're talking about obedience and how Saul disobeyed God and how it brought disaster. God said, I'm rejecting you and your family as our line of kings for Israel because you will not obey me as I ask you to. You see, his was a partial obedience, and, and nothing is more damaging than that. In fact, here's how serious disobedience is. He says rebellion or disobedience is like the sin of divination or witchcraft. It's like witchcraft, and God hates such, such things as witchcraft. And he said arrogance is like the evil of idolatry. It's like worshiping false gods when you don't obey. And it's a serious sin. Saul was rejected as king and forfeited his opportunity. You cannot break this law. You only break yourself against his laws when you disobey. We think we can ignore God's truth and sidestep his commands. It's impossible. We can't. Sin always exacts a serious price. There's always the natural cause and effect consequences of our actions, and then there are times God brings direct judgments. Shepherds will tell you that there is only one kind of sheep that does not obey the shepherd, a sick sheep. Sick spiritually is when we don't obey God. You see, if we're not spending time with God, if we're not walking with God, if we're not in obedience to God, we will continue to disobey. It's interesting, God told Samuel, I'm sorry, Saul, to destroy the wicked Amalekites. Later, Saul was killed by a servant who was an Amalekite. It comes back to haunt us always when we don't do what God says. Israel as a nation refused to obey God. The whole nation was destroyed, and they just refused the command to obey God, to do what God told them to do. Deuteronomy 28, 45, and 62 reminds us, all these curses will come upon you. They will pursue you until you are destroyed because you did not obey the Lord your God and observe the commands and decrees which he gave you. And then in verse 62, you who are as numerous as the stars in the sky will be left but few in numbers because you did not obey the Lord your God. Adam and Eve were living in the blissful garden of Eden with all its beauty and wonder and grace, no sin, nothing there, no judgment. But then they disobeyed God and died spiritually and later died physically, and they were banished from the garden. You see, for us, only a small obedience, a little sin, there's no such thing. All obedience is large. Whatever area of obedience is going on in our lives, it's funny how we can think. 99% of my life is good, and I'm doing what God wants, but here's this 1%, here's this one thing or two things or three small things that I do that I know don't please him. I know I'm disobeying him. And we think because so much is right that a little bit of wrong, it's not good. It doesn't work. That's not the way it has to be. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? But let's look at the good side. I don't like to stay on the negative side, and that is just as disobedience brings difficulty, obedience brings blessing. God delights in obedience and obedient people. Deuteronomy 28, 2, 
All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You see, they're just good blessings. For example, if we do what God says, even our bodies will feel better. Our minds will be sharper. Our lives will live longer. All kinds of things are just normal evidences that God blesses us. But he, most of all, he blesses us spiritually. He gives us the blessings of his presence and power in a way we would not know. We should ask not how little we can obey, but how much we can obey. If you believe obedience to God is the shortest distance between you and the life you want, then you'll obey. But see, a lot of us feel like we get cheated. We think, you know, well, if I don't participate in that, if I don't do that, if I don't act that way, then we somehow feel like we're cheated. We're not cheated. We're cheated when we do that, and it brings difficulty. And Jesus proved obedience is the better way. In Philippians 2.7, Jesus made himself nothing. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. God designates obedient people as his friends. God told the disciples, Jesus did in John 15, 14, you are my friends if you do what I command. See, Abraham was called God's friend because Abraham obeyed God. Obedience sets us free to love and serve Jesus and to love and serve other people in a way that we would not be able to do. It gives us freedom to be ourselves and to be all that God wants us to be. I ask, are you a friend of Jesus who obeys him? And God's very clear about asking us to obey. He has given us his word, and he has given us his commands, and direct are his commands to us. He has, got, he has ordered us to obey God-ordained authority. Colossians 3.20, children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. A Sunday school teacher was talking with one of his children and uh, Derek was the little boy's name. He said, I'm sorry, but my mommy told me to come right home after Sunday school. He was, the teacher asked him why he wasn't staying for worship service, and he said, my mommy told me to come home, so I'm going home. He was obeying his mother. Uh, George Washington's mother uh, was key in bringing him up, and somebody asked him, how did you raise such a splendid son? She said, I taught him to obey. And if we have parents who have taught us to obey, how blessed we are if we have learned early the power of obedience. And my parents taught me to obey, to obey my school teachers, to obey the authorities over me unless they asked me to do something that violated God's word. Romans 13, 1 tells us the authorities that exist have been established by God Consequently, he who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has substituted and instituted, rather, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. God says we're to, we're to recognize authority. Now, authorities aren't perfect. They fail. They don't do always the right thing, but we must recognize them unless what they want us to do violates God's word and God's truth and God's love. Ask yourself the question, is there an area in my life of disobedience, an area where the devil can get in and hurt me? Because, you see, disobedience always brings difficulties, but obedience always brings blessings. 
and I want blessings in my life. So if you want blessings, be obedient. God bless you today. Choose to obey. Remember, to obey is better than to sacrifice. So obey. God bless you. Have a great day.